1: Before we get into this episode of Small Doses Podcast, I want to let y'all know I'll be announcing the release of my comedy special coming soon, so just look out for that. But, (laughs) But what you can get into now is that we will be doing two free Smart, Funny, and Black live shows at the National Museum of African American Music in Nashville, Tennessee, as a part of their Juneteenth weekend of celebration. I am gifting these shows to the city of Nashville as an appreciation for the work that they did in getting the Tennessee Three back in place. But also just, I don't know if y'all seen, Tennessee been on one, okay? And so I'd be seeing all these rallies with all these right-wing folks and all these Proud Boy folks, et cetera. They always seem to gather. We need to be gathering too, and we need to be gathering on a higher vibration and in celebration and also in restoration because all this fighting is tiring, okay? Now, if you can't make it to Tennessee and also the tickets have already been signed up for, guess what? You can watch it. Yes, both shows will be live streamed on YouTube Amanda Seals TV, 7 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Central on June 17th. You can watch Smart, Funny, and Black live from the comfort of your own home. So mark your calendars, subscribe to the YouTube Amanda Seals TV so that you can get the notification. And you should also subscribe because we are actively working to continue to give you all new content every day, okay? every single day there's new content on Amanda Seals TV and I think that there's something to be said for the fact that it really is growing simply because you guys keep showing us that you want more so the more that you all subscribe the more it says to us okay we need to make more content and if that's not even enough then y'all can go over to Patreon All right, Patreon also you're getting bonus content every week not just from small doses but also from the other stuff that we're doing and just from yours truly because I've been making the videos myself okay it's going up at Patreon the Amandaverse Dot .com. So there you go. You can live stream Smart Funny and Black on June 17th at YouTube Amanda Seals TV. You can also subscribe to YouTube Amanda Seals TV. That's free. And then you can come over to Patreon. For $5, you can subscribe to the amandaverse.com and get bonus content while supporting us right here and what we do. And if you're still like, I have all this money, I don't know what to do with it. Well, you can donate at smartfunnyandblack.com and that goes to supporting us doing free shows like Smart Funny and Black and also continuing to create content. Well, now it's time to get into this week's episode. Side effects of R-E-S-B-C-T. Ooh, <clears throat> I started too high. Side effects of R E S P C T. That's how Beyonce was singing that Tina Turner song. When I was a little... Let me stop. Self help from the hip. Small doses. We're talking that shit. Small dose. and keeping it real. Small dose. with me and Nils. It's so funky. <laughs> I, 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 I. Oh, welcome to another episode of Small Doses. Yeah, I am very emotionally drained right now, and I've been going through just like personal, like family stuff. And so if my tone feels like down and doubt or whatever, know that I'm a human. I am a human. And that's what's happening. But, you know, in some cases that would mean like, you know, I don't want to do the show. I'm going to stop the show. I don't want to be bothered with the show. But the beauty of small doses is that I feel like my human experiences become really great I don't like the word content in this context, but they've become really useful for this platform and for being able to share with you guys in ways that I hope allow folks to feel seen, allow folks to feel, you know, maybe challenged. And that to me is always like helpful in our path to like freeing ourselves from uncertainty and whatnot. So this episode is Side Effects of Respect. Hi, it's me, C.J. That would be like if Fergie was doing it. (laughs) I wanted to do this episode because I feel like the word respect gets thrown around a lot, like in a very like gratuitous way that I don't think is as accurate or as helpful as people think it is. And even though it seems like a very broad topic, like, cause it's like, well, what do you mean? Do you mean like respect for your elders? Do you mean like being respectful? Do you mean like respect professionally? Like, do you mean like interpersonal respect? And I think it's all of those things, right? So I aspire to touch on all of that over the course of this episode. But I think the biggest thing that I'm trying to do with this episode is identify what respect really fucking means. Because what really I think has become a buzzword has all these different meanings to people. And I think when we look at this idea of what respect is, we have expectations for that word that other people don't even really know, right? And so oftentimes, like this idea of like, you're disrespecting me is aligned with your version of respect is versus someone else's and that may not have been communicated. And then it becomes like, okay, well, after you communicate that, then what do they do with it, right? But then you also have to look at like, is it respect as it relates to like the mafia? You know what I'm saying? Like, which is fear-based, right? And I think sometimes when we consider respect, we are adding a lot of extra sazon, a lot of extra, you know, seasonings on it that really don't truly get to the bottom of like what respect really means. And that is what I want to talk about today. And I'm hoping that at the end of this episode, we can reflect on like when we have maybe not shown the respect that we should have or when we have not received it and when we should have maybe demanded it and when we should have walked away from someone who may have like demanded it from us in a way that wasn't deserving. And all of those things end up really just being a part of how we interact as a society and as a people. And there's a lot of folks in this society that also have a certain level of quote unquote respect that's like assigned to them just because they're in a certain position or because they have a certain status, you know, and even that alone is very problematic. Like I know that like I somehow have this like built-in respect for politicians and I'm like why? <laughs> and it's like a respect that I think is distorted into like a misplaced reverence, which is what we're going to talk about in our gem drop in. So let's get into it. Reverence versus respect. Jam dropping. Jim dropping. Jam dropping. We dropping on these hoes. Ooh. So reverence versus respect, respect versus reverence. So when I think about respect, what I consider respect to be is really on the basic level, just like the civility of, like, dealing with another human being without being a terrible person. (laughs) Like, and when I say a terrible person, I mean, like, treating somebody with a level of regard for their existence. And you might say, like, well, I mean, big whoop, like, how hard is that to do? Well, to be honest, like, for instance, I just watched a video this morning of this white Spanish-speaking lady In some snow ridden city where two brothers were shoveling the snow on the sidewalk and she came outside and said to them that they're trespassing by shoveling the snow off of her sidewalk. Okay, and they're like, wait, what? We're shoveling your sidewalk. And she was like, don't shovel my sidewalk. You're trespassing. I don't like this. This is no good. And then started throwing the snow back onto the sidewalk. And they're like, wait, Wait, what? What? And so then she's like, I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. She calls the police and tells the police, these are two African-American men and I don't get along with those people. I don't get along with those people. So I want them off of here and you need to come and get them. Now, this is what I mean by like basic respect. Like in our minds, we're like, well, why would you even come at anybody like that without any reason? But in her mind, these brothers were not worthy of basic respect. Like, they simply weren't worthy of basic respect because in her mind, they're not of equal human to her. So I think on a basic level, respect is just treating people equal in terms of their humanity. Now, that can be very difficult for some people, too, because they don't even like themselves. But ultimately, that's what I'm talking about when I say respect. Reverence is having a certain level of admiration for somebody that is built on love. I think sometimes respect has a fear attached to it, but reverence is about love. Reverence is about holding somebody in the light, right? And saying that you regard them with a certain level of care. You regard them with a certain level of, again, admiration by nature of, you know, a number of reasons, right? I feel like when we're in relationships, ideally you want to not just respect your partner, you want to revere your partner, You want your partner to revere you. You want to behave in a way where there is admiration between you two. I don't want to be with somebody that I can't admire. I want to be with somebody whose character, whose behavior, whose work ethic, you know, a number of things. Like these are things that can make me revere them. And that's more than just respect, which again, I say is just basic human civility. I think a lot of men who are in a more traditional mindset around relationships feel like they got to have respect more than love. And what that means, I think, is that they want a certain level of like hierarchical attention and dominance. And I think that's what they think is respect. You need to talk to me a certain way and you need to give me the space to do this thing. And you need and it's like, okay, but like what is that rooted in? Is that rooted in because you have this version of like what a man is supposed to be able to do and how a man is supposed to be treated? Or is it about how you and your partner interact with each other? See, the respect and reverence things can get a little murky. They can get a little murky because when you're looking at how you interact with people, you're like, oh, okay, well, who do I deal with in a respectful manner and who do I give reverence to? Now, when we bring parents into the mix, I feel like that makes it even more complex because there's a lot of people that feel like no matter what your parents do, no matter how they treat you, no matter what they think about, no matter how their value systems show up, they deserve reverence, not just respect. And I'm of a mind that I don't give a hell who you are. If you don't give me respect, you are not going to get respect and you definitely not going to get reverence. I feel like at a basic level, like reverence is one of these things Where, you know, you always hear people say, like, you got to earn respect. And I don't believe that. I think on a basic level, like, respect is how you meet somebody. You earn reverence. You earn reverence. It don't mean you can't lose respect. But I feel like I show up with respect. You don't got to earn me treating you like a basic human, with basic human civility. But when it comes to reverence, yeah, that's something that has to be, like, grown and harvested and, and nurtured. And when I think about the people that I revere... It's not just based on how they treat me, but it's based on how they exist in the world. And I think that's something that we also have to remember. It's like it's a holistic thing. It's a holistic version. Now I think people may be like, "Okay, Amanda, we're like mincing words like this is like semantics. But I think it is because what I'm trying to get to the bottom of is like how we compartmentalize people. And how we interact with people and how we want people to interact with us. Like I want to be shown the basic respect by people that I'm working with of just like listen listen to what I'm saying. I want to be shown the basic respect by people that I'm in a relationship with of listen to what I'm saying. And that to me is a part of like my basic rules of respect. What are your basic rules of respect? And I think that's something that we don't have as a society. I think there's something that we have in terms of like a patriarchal enforced idea of what that is. But that's more about fear and dominance. So ask yourself, like, what do you consider respect? How do you consider you being respected by somebody. And then what do you consider reverence to be? I know for me, meet me where I'm at and we can go to reverence from there. Now we're gonna get into some DMTs and I know, I know y'all got some good questions. I know y'all got some good questions.
0: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love. Hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
2: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
1: Let's get into some DMT's. First question. Ooh, child. How do you think the history of our country has affected how respect is given slash received by BIPOC people? I mean, I don't really like the BIPOC term in general, but I do think on a basic note, the history of this country has been that like white men are the highest of the hierarchy of status and that they deserve the highest level of respect in the fact that like they're supposed to have a certain level of reverence and they don't deserve it. Right. In their mind, it's like, oh, this is just respect, but it's expected to come out by us as reverence. That's really what it is. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this whole respect word, I feel like, has been really conflated and bastardized. And it's attached to a certain level of, like, expected reaction. Like, people say you have to respect authority. Well, no. What they mean is you have to fear authority. Right? Like, when we talk about the police, like, they're saying, like, you need to respect the authority of the police. Well, the police are completely disrespectful of the people One thousand percent. So I'm not respecting their authority. I don't have a civil human reaction to their authority. No, I have a fear for their authority. I have a fear that I have to demonstrate in order for them to not kill me. Like that's what they often are really just trying to get across to you. You better fear me. When you see these police that are acting out and pepper spraying people and tasing and killing people, et cetera, so much of that is that they feel like you have not shown them the respect of their authority. But all that really means is you did not demonstrate fear. And that is what makes them feel like they are somebody. We as BIPOC, particularly as black people in America, are expected to demonstrate fear. They call it respect the same way that they're calling the word woke when they really mean nigger. But when they say that, oh, you know, black people are disrespectful, what they mean is that black people at this point are no longer fearful of whiteness. Because at no point were we respecting of white people. There wasn't a human-to-human civil exchange that was happening. They weren't even looking at us as human. They never have. As an institution, there are individuals, but whiteness as an oppressive force has never looked at Black people with respect. We have been viewed as a marginalized group of people that need to fear those who oppress us. So I think that's where the word respect gets so distorted. And then it ends up flipping on its side within the black community where we have such a strong concept of like, we need to be respected, but it is often distorted into their version of what respect is. And so, so many times we have these conflicts that happen amongst us about like, oh, I had to fight him because he didn't respect me. I had to show her because she didn't respect me. And really it's like, That person said some shit to you that you felt was demeaning and so you felt like that was disrespectful. Fine. But the reason you reacted in such a violent way is because that person was not like showing you fear. That person didn't regard like your power and so you had to show them your fucking power. That's some white shit in my opinion. Jeremiah, do you agree? Right? I'm not bugging. I'm coming up with this shit off the top. Rebecca, do you agree? I agree. I agree. Rebecca agrees. Okay, so the room agrees. The room agrees. You know, sometimes when we do in these episodes, I'm like having an epiphany in real time. And I'm having an epiphany in real time that when when we see respect within that context, that's what we got. That's respectability, respectability. politics, y'all. Respectability politics is really just you need to demonstrate your choices based on a fear of white people not accepting you. Because it's not about you respecting yourself, but when we talk about this idea that like you got to show up a certain way or dress a certain way in a certain space, they call it respectability politics. And what it really is, is that you are making a choice of how you Present yourself in order to get a certain acceptance from white people. And I want to just make a point here to caveat that acceptance from white people and a certain outcome is two different things. And I want to say that because I remember when I did that dinner where I gathered Caitlyn Jenner like a ponytail, I made a choice to wear a certain outfit that I knew was not going to become a conversation point. And when I told people about this, some people were like, oh, like you're practicing respectability politics, respectability politics. You should have just warn your dashiki. And I said, no, because that was going to become bigger than my conversation. Right. And it would have actually like deterred me from being able to have my conversation. So I wore something that was a lot more nondescript so I could be more covert. So I could really just infiltrate the space without having to like be like the light calling out like, look at me. You know, Van Jones was there. He sure wasn't saying, look at me, I'm black. Hmm. Next question. Who in your life do you respect the most? Damn, y'all. Who do I respect the most? That's a toughie, because based on all this, like, respect, reverence back and forth, it's like... I feel like it would be, like, who do I revere the most? Right? Because I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, like, the hardest thing has been learning how to show my employees respect that doesn't cross the line into like overfamiliarity but that doesn't undermine the fact that like they are valuable people. And I know this doesn't answer the question but like it was like a learning curve to like be like yeah, like you can still apologize and still like hold space as the leader. Like, that doesn't, like, show them that, like, they don't have to respect you. But I think a lot of people feel that way. But when I think about, like, who do I respect the most? I mean, I think in my life, I respect everybody who has made the choice to show up as themselves in every space. And that has not been the case with some people, you know? Like, you go into a certain space with them and you're like, oh, who are you over here? Okay, chameleon. And... I feel like I'm somebody who like makes it my business to show up as myself in every space and who like really centers honesty. And so anybody in my life who lives on those credence, like I have a sincere level of reverence for. But ultimately, as far as respect goes, like I try my best to keep that as like just a basic standard. And my basic standard of respect is shown in trying to make sure that everybody feels like their ideas are valuable. And even if I don't necessarily take every idea, I still listen to the ideas. And I think the respect also shows up in making sure that everyone feels like they are being treated as a human and not a number. So whether that's people that are working with me, or, you know, people that I work for. And um, I like to think that my respect shows up for people in trying to make sure that I don't ever like take for granted that we're all living our own lives. Because sometimes you can feel like someone's disrespecting you by, like, not following up or you or, like, not checking on you, et cetera. And it's like, yeah, but, like, at this point, like, we're all living, like, full-ass, like, grown-ass people lives. And, like, you have to have a respect for that without thinking that it's a slight to you. Four agreements. Next question. Can you really have a successful relationship once you've lost respect for your partner? No. <laughs> Why... Why would you even want to stay in that relationship? I mean, listen, it depends on, like, I think, like, what level of respect you have lost for them, right? Like, there's this movie, Avalanche, and then they did, like, a remake with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell, I think, where, basically, they're a couple, they have two kids, they're married, they go to a, like, ski vacation, and then an avalanche, like, they're, like, sitting eating dinner or eating lunch, and, like, an avalanche happens, like, right in front of their eyes, and the dad runs, Like he leaves them at the table and the wife is like, and she's like, I don't even understand like how you can do that. And the movie is them trying to work through that because she's like, I don't have like the same respect for you now because you did not protect us. Like you didn't. And I think the word respect is, is again, lower than reverence. So I think it was like, I don't admire you anymore. Respect is basic. Respect is basic. So if you lose the basic for somebody, baby, how you gonna get a reverence? Reverence, like there's a number of reasons that you can lose like basic respect for somebody. And for me, it's like when I see you not treating other people with respect... We were doing like this thing on my show, on, on the Amanda Seal show. We were asking people to share their, their three red flags for dates. And someone said that one of their three red flags that they look for on a date is how their date is treating people at the restaurant, how the date is treating servers. And they said that lets them know how they look at people in the world. And I thought that was really a great one because when you're with somebody that's like looking down on servers, you're just like, who the hell are you? Like, how is this going to work? And I think that when I see that type of stuff, like it, it lets me know, like when I hear how people like try to talk about women and I'm like, if you can't like give women the basic civil respect of them as equal humans, then like, how are we gonna move forward? Like, how is that gonna work? I look at that with animals too. Like if you can't just have a basic respect for animals and like not wanting them to die for no reason other than just like human BS, then like, it's hard for me to like look past that. I have a whole friend. And we stopped being friends because I found out that he had a mouse in his house and the mouse was running around and it was annoying him. And he finally like caught the mouse and he tortured the mouse. Well, baby, we can't be friends no more. You don't even respect the mouse. And that's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Can't do it. So I think when you have a partner and you get to a point where you lose like basic respect, there's nothing really to build on unless you feel like it's something they can... Redeem. And there is something to be said for a redemption culture versus cancel culture. But, dang, that respect thing. A lot of times when we've lost respect for somebody and we stay with them, it's a reflection of our loss of respect for ourselves. There's something that we're lacking in ourselves that we say makes it okay. I had a dude that I was with and I found out that he was lying about his age and I still stayed with this fool. And I stayed with him because I had a lack of respect for myself. I had a lack of respect for what I deserved. And I felt like this was the best that I was going to get. And I was so enamored with the idea of like this person and just like being in something that I stayed in this relationship for a year and a half just because I was like, I need to have a long-term relationship. But I didn't respect this person. I respected their ability to be really helpful in a crisis. I respected their ability to... Somehow manage to show up when I needed them, but never when I wanted them. Mm. But ultimately, like, no, my answer is no. That's my answer. There's way more answers where these came from. In our special Patreon exclusive content, you can go to the Amandaverse and I'm going to answer a few more questions over there. I think this topic is actually very dope and you all have like really good questions here. Questions like has there been a time when showing respect for someone or someone being disrespectful came full circle? Mm-hmm. I have a good one about that. I have a really good one about that that just happened. How do you build your own self-respect? Ooh, going to get into that one in the Patreon exclusive content and what should you do to gain respect from your family when you're no longer willing to play the role you've historically played in your family dynamic? Good luck! Mm. We're gonna get into all that in this Patreon exclusive content. And you can go to the com and get into it with us.
0: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
2: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
1: So for this, that one time, I'm going to give you two different scenarios of like how respect has been like a factor in my life. First, I want to talk about professionally. So when I came to Radio One to do my radio show, The Amanda Seal Show, it was the first time that I had been given a contract where it was actually reflective of the work that I have put in in my career. Like, it wasn't trying to shortchange me. It wasn't trying to undermine me. It wasn't trying to, like, treat me like property. Like, there was a certain just basic level of respect. And when I say it as it relates to the professional sense is because they were treating me contractually at the level of work that I have brought to the table, And so when I say like, oh, respect is like how you just meet someone at where they're at, that's what I'm saying. It was very respectful to meet me at where I'm at versus to meet me somewhere beneath that and expect me to now have to negotiate up to convince you all that I am deserving of this thing that I have already demonstrated in the marketplace. And, you know, you don't really expect reverence in a contract, et cetera, but I feel like you, at the very least, should deserve a certain level of just respect. Now, on my Patreon, The Amandaverse, I have talked about how I had another contract come in that I had to walk away from. And I had to walk away from that contract because it was a disrespectful contract. What makes it disrespectful? It's disrespectful because it does not meet me at the level I am at in my professional career. And some might say, well, that's not a matter of respect. That's a matter of business. And I'm somebody who believes that business is personal, particularly if the business is the business of Amanda Seals. Like I am the business. (laughs) Like I am the person. And a lot of these companies don't feel like they need to move with respect because we have created and gone along with this whole idea of like, oh, business isn't personal. So we don't need to respect people. And I think that's a really problematic thing. And I think it really, if I, if I did the research, I'm sure it has to do with colonialism because it always ends up having to go back to colonialism. But this idea that like, if I'm doing business, I don't need to deal with you as a human because I'm dealing with money. And that, to me, is, like, incredibly frightening, that there doesn't need to be, like, any regard, that there doesn't need to be any, like, thoughtfulness about it. Like, I was watching the other day Margin Call, which is a movie about how the housing crisis went down. And there's a character at the beginning of the film who, like, brings to the forefront, like, hey, I just noticed in my work that, like, something is looking real sketchy. And they were like, yeah, 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 great, great, great but we're firing you today. And they were doing layoffs. And they, like, did not care about this man or the fact that he had put in, like, 15 years at the company. Like, nothing. They were like, here's security. They're going to escort you out. Like, you got to go. And we need to take your phone. So he ends up leaving. But when he was leaving, he, like, passed on this, like, hard drive to one of his employees and was like, this is a project I started. Look into it. Be careful. So the employee starts looking into it. By the way, the employee is played by the same guy who plays Spock on Star Trek. Yes! Live long and prosper. Okay. And... The employee comes back and it's like, oh, this is sketchy. Like, and basically points out that like their company, the company is think of it like a like a Bear Stearns or like a Goldman Sachs. They're like, we're about to go under because all these loans are about to default and it's gonna sink our profit below the level of our company's value. So, they could not find the man who had like uncovered this because they had taken his phone, et cetera, et cetera. They had treated this person with no regard. And no humanity because they were like, it's business and this is how it has to be done. This is what these corporations do. And I feel like when we look at professional expectations, we so often allow ourselves to be treated that way because we don't think it's deserving of respect. Like I had a a person I was working with who I worked with a company for several years. And then one day I got an email that just said, oh, they're not going to be working with you anymore. And I'm like, but I've been working with this person for five years. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not going to be working with you anymore. And I'm like, first of all, don't give me an email. Like, call me. And some might say, like, well, why do they need to call you? This is how you show respect. And the basic showing of respect lets people know that you see them as a human And so often, particularly for black people, we have not been regarded in that way. And so simply just showing someone that you see them as a human is an act of even love on a basic level. Let's not even go to reverence. It's just an act of humanity. And I had to get on the phone with them. And I was like, this is not how things work. They were like, well, we gave her a week. Who? What? How do you think this is okay? Okay. And the person was like, well, you know, I was, I was instructed that this was how it needs to go because we're a business. And I just had to say to him, like, would you want this done to you this way if it was your business? And he got quiet. And we, a, a lot of people just don't think about that in the professional side of things. I know for me, like, I will give people a solid amount of chances before I say I got to let them go. Because I want people to have the opportunity to correct but if you show me that you don't give a fuck about correcting, well then maybe we, we, got, we got to move on out, move on out, get them on, get him up, get him on, hide, 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 hide. And, and cut it out. But in a professional space, respect shows up in a number of different ways, and on a basic note, it shows up in simply just showing someone that I see you as a human, not just as a number. Now on the other hand, in the romantic space, I feel like respect has like a really tricky meaning to it. And I think that a lot of the relationships that win, and when I say win, I mean that simply just kind of manage to stay together is because there's a shared understanding of what respect means. See, in some relationships, respect means more of an idea like, you're not going to question me. You're not going to raise your voice. You're not going to tell me what to do, et cetera. But in other relationships, I think respect on a romantic level shows up simply as you're going to regard how I move and how I exist with some level of reverence. (laughs) Like that to me is the way that respect in a romantic relationship ends up winning. It It becomes becomes reverence. reverence. The relationships that I've been in where respect ends up being like a constant trope are the ones where I feel like the person that I was with was like demanding this level of respect that they were looking at as like reverence. And in my mind, it was like, but you haven't even earned that reverence. You're not giving my feelings any value. You're not showing any level of growth. You're not presenting like some value system that I can look at and say like, wow, like that's special. I remember driving down the Westside Highway one time with Q-Tip and I was dating some dude at the time and I was like lamenting about him. And he was like, I mean, you know, he's not special, right? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? He was like, I mean, he's just not special. So like, what's the, what's the point? And if I'm being honest, I don't even remember the dude I was talking about at the time, so he might be right. But he made a point in the fact that like I was really like racking my brain about this person and that was also somebody who was always talking about like, you don't respect me! You don't respect me! And when I would be like, well, what do I need to do to show you respect? Their answers were not reflective of their actual behavior. Like, get a fucking job. Like, support yourself. (laughs) Like, if you're not going to do that, at least keep this house clean. These are the things... I feel like I'm rambling. I feel like I'm rambling, but I want to bring it back. And what I want to just drive home is the fact that this idea of respect when it shows up in romantic relationships, I think is actually a farce. And I think reverence is the only thing that actually really matters. I think when we start talking about like respect, you don't respect me in a romantic relationship. It's somebody looking for something from you that is actually something that they feel like they're lacking in themselves. And ultimately, if you can't have reverence in the relationship, then the respect doesn't even matter. Like, let's just cut it all out. Let's just cut this at the end of the day. Let's just get rid of this altogether. Because I want reverence. I don't want just respect. That feels like me and you are coworkers. The last dose. So that's my thoughts on respect. I mean, we could do a whole nother part too, just on what it means to be respectful, I guess. But the bottom line is there's a spectrum of everything. And whether it's respect or reverence, people need to treat you how you want to be treated. And that is the highest form of respect. And you get to determine that. And people may not know what that is until you tell them. But once it's spoken that this is how I expect to be respected, they are given the option of either following suit or heading on out. And that's the way it go. Thank you for another episode of Small Doses. Ba-dum-ba.